Hey new mama, I remember being in your shoes and feeling so overwhelmed. I was battling mom guilt, trying to do it all, struggling to transition into working mom life, and just wished there was a place to go that would provide me clear guidance with simple, quick, easy solutions for the problems I was facing. Hey, I'm Lauren Francois and I created it for you. Welcome to the Mom Hacks Podcast, where in each episode I will provide you with a simple tactical hack in self-care, health, and wellness, mom life solutions solutions to simplify motherhood and even productivity, goal setting, and habit creation to make your transition back into the workspace that much smoother. Welcome to the show, Naptime Warrior. Now let's dig into today's episode. So a few weeks ago, I did an episode on how to keep different relationships healthy once you have kids, and that was actually a requested topic from one of you over on Instagram, and I loved it so much. It's episode number 46. I'll link it in the show notes. But as I was creating that episode, I realized I really wanted to give your relationship with your significant other its own episode because it's one that's so incredibly important and it's one that can go through a lot of trials and tribulations and ups and downs as you become parents and are navigating this whole new role together. So I know for me and my husband, we struggled. (laughs) We struggled with this transition quite a bit when we became parents, but now three and a half years into this parenting journey and two kids later, I feel like we've really gotten to an amazing place in our relationship and I just want all of you to feel the same way because your relationship with your significant other is the most important relationship. Everything else isn't nearly as great if that relationship is suffering. And so I wanted to give you guys five tips or I guess things to do (laughs) in order to keep this relationship healthy and thriving. So tip number one or area number one is communication. Tell them what you are feeling and what you need and then listen Listen, listen, listen to what they are feeling and what they need as well. My husband and I, we were terrible at this in the beginning. We literally were just guessing what we thought each other wanted and we really bottled things up, which ultimately led to us losing it or I should say me losing it most of the time because We just weren't communicating with each other and telling each other how we were feeling, what we needed, and then listening to each other. It's important that you guys communicate what values you want to instill in your children and how you want to raise them and how you want to parent. You're two different people. You probably were brought up differently, and so you may have two different ideas of how this whole parenting journey is going to go so it's important that you sit down and you talk through it and you decide you know what values you're really going to focus on and how you are going to parent together how you're going to discipline your children (laughs) how you want to raise them and then really allow your significant other to parent 
as well. And when I say that, I mean that if they do something that's not the exact same way that you do it, don't automatically assume that it's wrong or that they have to do it your way. So I know when my husband is taking care of the kids, if I'm doing some work, and this happens usually when I'm around, but I'm not taking care of them, but I can hear him. (laughs) It takes everything in me sometimes to not go out there or go where they are and see what's going on and step in. And I have to take a step back and say, no, he's a parent too. He's got this. He can do it his way. It's totally fine. He's their dad. And I think that is a struggle for a lot of moms, especially since we're usually the primary caregiver to give up that control and just allow our significant others to parent the way that they want to parent. So that is area number one, communication. Area number two, tip number two, Pick your battles. (laughs) So obviously, you guys, you're not going to do things the same way. There's always going to be little things that each of you do that bothers you. But is it worth it to focus on those things or just let most of it go? I know there are so many things my husband does that just annoy me. And I'm like, ugh. Can't you just like put your dirty dishes in the dishwasher? Or I always put your dirty dishes away. If my dirty dishes are sitting in the sink for some reason, can't you just put them into the dishwasher? You know, little, little things like that. Can't you just pick up after yourself a little bit that I could get on him about? But in the grand scheme of things, I'm like, is it that big of a deal? No, I'll just do it. I'm going to pick my battles so that when something is really, really bothering me, we can address it. But remember, what you focus on expands. So if you're constantly focusing on what you feel like your significant other is not doing, you're going to be really unhappy and they're going to be really unhappy. Focus on all of the things they are doing, all of the amazing things they're doing, all of the ways they're helping you out, and you're just going to feel so much gratitude to have them there on this journey with you that most of the time, all of the other little annoyances, is that even a word, annoyances? I'm making it up, it's a word, (laughs) will fall by the wayside and you'll forget about them, okay? Tip number three. Schedule in time together. That means date nights, trips, and activities that you enjoy doing together. So my husband and I, we were really good with date nights when we just had one child. And I mean, I guess I don't even know if you can fully call it a date night, but when you just have one baby, you can take them with you everywhere. Like we would go out to eat and we would just leave our little guy Mason in his infant car seat and it was like we were on a date night he would sleep most of the time it was wonderful it gets a lot harder when they become mobile (laughs) and when you have more than one child so with our second our daughter Avery I don't think we went out on a date night just the two of us until she was like nine months old and I would not recommend that if we have a third we will definitely make date nights a priority from the very 
beginning because it's so important for you guys to have that time together and to be able to just talk and connect and enjoy each other's company. And when you have kids running around or crying or doing whatever, you can't do that. Trips. Do not feel guilty about taking trips together and leaving the kids at home, okay? No mom guilt here. I know this concept was very foreign to me until about a year and a half ago. I was like, why would we want to go anywhere without kids? But then I started taking trips with our kids and I was like, I know why. Because you come back from a trip with your children more exhausted than when you left. You don't get much good quality time with your significant other when you're traveling with children. And so in order for us to really enjoy time together, we have to take trips just the two of us. And I never feel guilty about it because for quite a while I missed hanging out with my husband like I married my husband because I love him and I enjoy hanging out with him and then we had kids and I was like I miss just hanging out with you and it just being the two of us and so we started to take one trip a year just the two of us so that we could get that quality time in together and then obviously doing activities together that you enjoy again it doesn't even have to be a date night or a trip just doing something together that you two enjoy. Tip number four, allow each other to still do the things that each of you love. So you want your significant other to be happy. (laughs) And that means that sometimes you step up and take the brunt of the work so that he or she can do something that they want to do. An example of this is my husband and hunting. My husband is an outdoorsman. He has been a hunter, a fisherman his entire life. It is his joy, his passion, his favorite hobby. And so many moms that I know when my husband goes on a hunting trip because he goes on one big hunting trip every single year that's like a week and a half or a two week long hunting trip they say oh I never let my husband leave me with the kids for that long to do that and you guys I actually said that before we had kids too I said oh when we have kids my husband is never gonna leave for that long and leave me home with the kids and this was something that was a big point of contention between us the first year of parenthood but here's the thing When we allow our significant other to do the things they love, usually the favor is returned. When we don't and we're controlling, that makes everyone unhappy and it makes them less likely to, number one, want to be around you and number two, want to step in so that you can do something you love. So yes, while it is a lot more work for me to take care of our two kids by myself when he goes on these week and a half to two week long hunting trips, I do it because I know how happy it makes him and I know how much he loves it and I know how much he appreciates it. And this year he said, Lauren, I want you to take a trip just for you. And I said, what do you mean? Like, there's not anybody that can watch the kids. Like, I'd have to get your mom to watch the kids or my mom to watch the kids. And he was like, nope, I will take days off of work and I will stay home and I will watch our children so that you can go on a trip like I do. And 
You guys, how amazing do you think that was to hear? For him to step up and appreciate so much that I allowed him to do something that he loves, that he would then return the favor. That's the kind of relationship you want. So allow your significant other to do the things they love. Now, don't go crazy. Like, it's one hunting trip a year. At the beginning, he was like, well, I'm just going to take the whole fall. And I was like, no, 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 buddy. You do not get a whole season where you get to just take off whenever you want when we have kids. Like, that's not going to fly. But we came to this arrangement and this agreement that made us both happy. And he appreciates it so much. He still gets to do the things he loves. And then he supports me and allows me to go out and do the things that I love. And it just, it just makes your relationship so much better. So that's tip number four. Tip number five, remember you're a team and you're setting an example. So work together. Work together. You can do so many amazing things if you approach parenthood as a team. And then remember that little eyes are always watching and you are showing them what a relationship should look like in how you treat each other, how you speak to each other. You're setting the example. That is what they're going to think a relationship is supposed to be. So I always am very, very, very cognizant of that. So we get lovey-dovey in front of our kids, give each other kisses, hugs. My husband loves to grab my butt. We do that on purpose because we want them to see that we love each other and we speak to each other respectfully and we listen to each other and we try not to ever name call or really get into big arguments in front of our kids. And of course, we're not perfect. Like it happens sometimes, but I am always very, very, very cognizant of it to make sure that, you know, we're setting a good example for them in terms of what a healthy, loving relationship looks like. So those are my five tips or five areas for you to focus on to really keep your relationship with your significant other healthy and thriving and loving through this parenthood journey. Just to recap, number one was communication. Number two, pick your battles and remember what you focus on expands. Number three, schedule in time together. Number four, allow each other to do the things each of you love. And number five, remember your team and your setting an example. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I love to hear from you. So head on over to Instagram. My profile is at Lauren underscore Francois. If you scroll down, it's in the show notes. And shoot me a DM and let me know what you're thinking of these episodes. You can ask me any questions you have. If you have a topic you'd love to hear me talk about, you can make topic suggestions. I just love chatting with you guys. So I hope you have a fabulous day and I'll talk to you at our next episode. Okay, mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave me a review. Leaving a review is so simple. I didn't know how to do it either, so I'm going to walk you through it. All you have to do is whatever app you're listening to this podcast in, 
find my show, scroll to the bottom, you'll see stars, and with those stars, you can leave me a rating and review. I'd love you so much for taking the time to do this, and each week, I'll be sharing a review of the week because I want to shout you guys out. In all honesty, the reviews are what help this podcast get into the hands of other new mamas. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.